Hello! Welcome to Not For Educational Purposes, where we take a random subject we know nothing about and attempt to understand more about it using the internet, while we careen off-topic and see how far away from the original purpose of the show we can get. Please be advised, this podcast is so unhinged that we lost the door centuries ago. There will be nonsense, chaos, lots of giggles, and most importantly, swearing and possibly mild sexual content. You know, all the fun stuff. Not for children. Listen at your own discretion. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. All right. Just start. Are we? Are we going? Are we recording? Are we there? Mm-hmm. Blended. I feel like we should put this entire conversation in at some point. Oh, I'm not cutting a bit of this out. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Uh, welcome to Not For Educational Purposes. We're gonna look up some stuff today, because that's what we're doing. Hi, I'm Kai. Hi, I'm Jay. Woo! We love this. Episode two! Yeah. We don't know what it's gonna be called yet. We'll figure that out later. It <laughs> won't be called what it is until we get done with our hilarity. Or it just won't have a name, which will exactly. be... We'll go unnamed. <laughs> the unnamed episode. The middle episode child two. of episodes. <laughs> all right what would we like to learn today oh oh so just so you know i put out a a thing on instagram that was like hey tell us some facts that we should know um that are don't sound real but are and y'all sent in a lot of lovely things i read some of them they were real wonky and made me go what um and then i my brain decided to not save any of them and since instagram has a timer i could not recover any of them so i went on the googles and am thoroughly confused from the googles which i feel like is fine um if you would like to send in something that you think we should learn about that's is real but sounds fake uh send it to friendly neighborhood changeling at gmail.com um, and we will I'll bring that up during the podcast at some point, probably. Um, but for now, we're going to learn some stuff from the Googles. Um, I'm just going to scroll. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to scroll down here, click on something and see what we find. Sweet. I'm into it. Um, yeah. What? An adult's blood vessels could circle the equator four times if they were laid end to end. What? Like a single adult? Like the blood, like as in all the veins? An adult's blood vessels could circle the equator four times if they were laid end to end. That feels incorrect. Like all of the- Jesus Christ. Like all the collective adults or like an individual adult. You can't have miles of nerve blood vessels. That feels- How do I even look that up? What do I even put into Google to find the answer to that? I don't know. That's Uh, trippy. Of a human's blood vessel. (laughs) Wow. Is it true? Yeah. What? No. It is. No. It is. How? That's ridiculous. Like, if you took every single vein in your body, Gross. like every single one, like the big ones and the small ones, and you laid them end to end in a line, that would be about 100,000 miles long. I want to know who tried this. I want to know who tried to lay out... A single person's veins to see how long. Like, oh, how no. do you figure that out? 
How do you? Well, I mean, this also includes capillaries, so it's got arteries, veins, and capillaries. What the fuck is a capillary? <laughs> a caterpillar? A caterpillar! <laughs> there are caterpillars in your body, and they climb around and apparently can circle the earth. Uh, a capillary. So, um, that's like a, uh, I believe it's a cluster. Oh, sorry, I'm wrong. It's right here. Capillaries connect arteries to veins, a so that's capillary? where capillary, capillary, what the capillary? Yeah. yeah, I know. I could be pronouncing it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced capillary. Um, so they connect they connect arteries to veins. So arteries uh, go away from your heart. Uh, they carry the oxygenated blood, mm -hmm. and veins carry the uh, now oxygen depleted blood back to your heart. So arteries go away, veins go too, and capillaries are at the very, very end where all the the oxygen leaves the the artery. So they're only like one-way streets except for the caterpillars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, oh man. I don't like that there's that many veins in a single person. That feels like we have yeah, too much power. We're too long. Too long. <laughs> I don't agree with this. Oh. oh no oh i do oh. remember someone posting this one if you tried a new variety of apple every day it would take more than 20 years to try them all jesus christ that's a lot of apple varieties right. how many apples are there okay how many apples are in the entire world how many varieties of apple are there Thirty thousand. why why Okay, are there that uh, many different apples, or are there a bunch of the same apples that we've given different names? Like, over here is Steve Apple, over here is Bob's Apple, like... You know, yes and no. I'm gonna say yes and no, because I have an answer for this, kind of, just based on my own knowledge. Okay. Um, there... I have had apples in both Amsterdam and here that are named the same thing that are entirely different apples. How are they different? You can't, look, you can only have so they're many flavors. Different. They're totally different. Like one of them is really like firm and juicy and the other one's just kind of soft and gross. That's just a bad <laughs> apple. You just itch bit into not. an old apple. They're totally different. <laughs> it's like, it's a completely different type of apple, no. but they were named the same thing. Mm, no. Yeah. Uh, I, as early as, as 2,500 years ago, the Romans cultivated six different apple varieties, and now we have 30,000. <laughs> that's because we went crazy. We were like, you know what? Instead of saving world yeah. hung, ma uh, like making world hunger not a problem, apples. We're just going to make apples. Yeah. I mean, It'll that, be fine. That could also solve world, world, world. I can't say world hunger. Oh, there we go. There we go. What? You did it. I'm proud what? of you. Okay, I have a question. What causes yes. aphasia? Because aphasia. Aphasia. Do you know what aphasia is? I do not. <gasps> I don't know the textbook definition. Oh, an impairment of language affecting the production or comprehension of speech and the ability to read or write. Yes. Interesting. What causes that? Uh, aphasia is always due to injury to the brain, most commonly from a stroke, particularly in older individuals. So aphasia might not be the word you're looking for. Maybe. <laughs> I've been, I've been told, heard of what it was. Nah, because like, it's when you can't get your words right. 
you're over here just like saying like how like i don't know <laughs> I yeah aphasia, aphasia is a specific language disorder how that happens when you have brain damage oh so i don't know what the what the word for the thing that you're thinking of is but it is close to aphasia but it is not aphasia aphasia adjacent yeah it's, it's aphasia a little bit to the left yeah <laughs> it's the less deadly cousin. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. Okay, so aphasia versus apraxia. Oh, what's apraxia? It, apraxia is also a neurological disorder. Okay. Characterized by the inability to perform learned movements on command, even though the command is understood and there is a willingness to perform the movement. So, like, if you... So, like, if I wanted to raise my hand... Uh-huh. And I sent the signal to my hand to raise my hand, but nothing happened. That's terrifying. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> How do you fix it? Is there a way to fix it? Uh, I don't know. You send your Apparently arm. Apparently, it's a very rare disorder. You send your arm. I would assume that it's it? like a. Uh, it's it's definitely a nervous system, uh, issue. Do you want to move away from bodies? Sure. Because <laughs> um, apparently a humpback whale was found in the middle of the Amazon Amazonian rate Amazonian Amazon rainforest. Amazon rainforest. <laughs> That's aphasia right there. Oh my god! You can't tell. Where is the Amazon rainforest? It is in South America. It's in Brazil, I think. What? Uh, is that on this side of the world or the other side of the world? This side, as in this side, the the north, the Americas, or the yeah, the Americas. Do you mean? Well, yes, it's in South America, so that would be in. <laughs> is it this this side? Yes, I thought uh, it, it is in, in Brazil. I thought it was in Africa. <laughs> no, that's that's the wrong. That's the wrong side. Isn't there a rainforest over there? Oh, there's plenty of rainforests over there, yeah. Rainforests exist on the equator. Do they? That's where they exist. So Why? rainforests exist on the equator and deserts exist above and below. Don't they have uh, a rainforest in Canada where you are? We have temperate rainforests. What you're talking about is tropical rainforests. We have temperate rainforests up here. They're, they're, what? Which is totally different. Totally different. Uh, so tropical rainforests are very, 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 very hot. Uh-huh. All year round. Okay. There are effectively no seasons. It is just hot all the time. Gross. <laughs> uh temperate rainforests are a significantly smaller biome. Um So if it's very hot, why is it not a desert? Because of the humidity, because it's hot and humid, so there's lots of rain. That's why it's called a rainforest. I I, I don't remember why that exactly exists on the equator, but all of the tropical rainforests exist on the equator. And they are uh, bordered by deserts, typically. I, I didn't consider that. Uh, temperate rainforests are dominated by evergreen vegetation, where year-round rainfall is high and steady and frost is rare. Huh. Okay, so the biggest question I have is how did giant humpback whale get into the Amazon rainforest? Well, it wasn't a giant humpback whale. Aren't all it humpback was not whales giant? True, but it wasn't an adult. It was uh, smaller than that. So what was it? No, it was a humpback whale, but it just wasn't an adult one. How'd it get there? It was a 
Because uh, that makes even less sense. Even if it was like a big humpback whale, it could at least like flop because, you know, they're like a mile long. But like a little baby one would have to be like, scoot, 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 scoot. Uh, then he'd rub his little belly raw and that wouldn't be fun. Any baby yeah, dog. I don't know. It was 26 feet long. <laughs> it wasn't that big. And that's a big! And that's, that's a small whale. No. See? They're miles long. They're they're giant. <laughs> they are a massive creature. Uh, you could not turn into one in D&D because their CR is too big. Yeah. Also, no one is quite sure how it got there. What? No. Scientists do not know. What? It's the, the Bermuda Rainforest. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so humpback whales also don't really swim around Brazil in February. So the fact that it was A, near Brazil, is weird. B, the fact that it was not in the water, but was in fact in the forest, is even weirder. <laughs> was it near like a river? That's a good question. Maybe it got uh, lost. What you got for me, CTV News? They, they took a turn at the wrong canal. And he ended I guess up in the forest. Or ah, here's another. No, that theory. makes sense. It was it was close to the mouth of the Amazon River, so it probably at high tide and then got stuck there. Yeah. See. Or that would that would make the most sense. Or giant eagle. I mean, just anything's possible. Just came and like <laughs> like yoined it up. Just and then it was like oh this is too heavy because i'm an eagle and i'm a bird so i have hollow hollow bones and this whale does not and so it just dropped it because it doesn't believe just dropped it in not wasting food exactly that checks out. yeah all right i need yeah. you to look up something because i want to hear your reaction look up snot otter okay oh god <laughs> i don't know what this thing is oh it's like a, a salamander thing it's gross it's gross it's 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 the eastern hellbender salamander. <laughs> oh, it's got an actual name. Yeah. It's Pennsylvania's official amphibian. I love that. I love that for Pennsylvania. Yeah. So of course. If you lived in Pennsylvania and didn't know that, now you do. Your now you do. Amphibian is something that looks like a, something my cousin blew out of his nose. Yep. Uh, it looks like a, a salamander got covered in tar, basically. <laughs> <laughs> He got tarred and feathered. Yeah. But missed the feathers. Yeah. Gross. Still not as gross as the gooey ducks, though. I think that tops it. Yeah, no. Gooey ducks, no one look it up. Or do look it up. But then realize that you're looking up a, a penis fish. Yep. It's gross. Yep. Which is wild, because there are fish that also burrow under the ground that are not penis fish. But they do That's look true. gross. I forget what they're called. Yeah. They're like land fish. Land fish? Yeah. They're like, they're fish on land, but like in the mud. They're like mud fish. Mud guppies. Uh, they're literally called the walking fish. Yeah. Walking fish. I remember watching National Geographic on it or something. The walking fish, or ambulatory fish, is a fish that is able to travel over land for extended periods of time. Yeah. They they eat out the dirt and they make a home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gross. Oh, so <laughs> was NASA actually sued by three dudes for trespassing on Mars? <laughs> who? Who? claimed Mars. You have to own oh it first. Oh my god. Someone was like, this ours. You can't walk here. I'm sorry. There's a fence that says stay out and here you are. They, they were. 
They were sued. They were sued for religious reasons, believe it or not. What? Uh, in 1997, three men from Yemen sued NASA for invading Mars. Uh, the claim was that they inherited the planet from our ancestors 3,000 years ago, before the Islamic prophet Muhammad. What? It's a planet. So, you can't own a, a planet, can you? You know, I don't know. Because I feel like the Greeks would have something to say about that. <laughs> um, yeah! <laughs> the Greeks had been like, mm -hmm. Oh, no, it wasn't the Greeks. Sorry, it was the Romans, but it was also the Greeks. But the Romans were the ones that called Ares Mars. Look, people keep trying to claim places that don't belong to them. It's, the, it's, the Earth... Mars is for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and Uranus is for the gays. Exactly. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, uh... no. Bees can live inside your eyes? What? Ew. Uh, is that, I want that to not be true so bad. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, well, they're not supposed to live there. Obviously. But there's, there is a, there was a report of a Taiwanese woman who had four small sweat bees living in her eye. What are sweat bees? They are bees that are attracted to sweat. Mm, I will no longer go outside now. <laughs> Gross. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. They're feeding off tears in the woman's eye. Oh, then I definitely don't need to go outside. So it, it wasn't in her eye. It was in her eye socket. So, like, not in the eyeball, in the socket that contains the eye. Yeah. Does she have an eye? She does have an eye. They just kind of crawled in there and, 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 and hung out. <laughs> See, no, I sweat and cry too much. I, nope, no, no, that's gross. Who, who let us walk around on this great green earth and not be like, hey, by the way, there are bugs that could just crawl into your eyeballs and live there. No! Yep. Like, what about for us depressed motherfuckers? Like, that puts us at high yep. risk. Gross. Uh, no! Gross. They're trying to show me videos of it, and I am not watching that. Please don't. Let's move on. This, this, look. Okay, I found the perfect one. Did uh -huh. you know... You can spend the night inside a 28-foot-long, 12-foot-wide potato. Ah! <laughs> Please, uh, look this up. Inside a potato. In an Idaho potato hotel. Of course it's fucking Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an actual hotel? Oh... Uh. The original spud from the big Idaho potato truck is now a new hotel destination. What? The six-ton potato traveled across the country on the back of a semi-truck for the Idaho Potato Commission. <laughs> Local builder Christy Wolf transformed the old potatoes into a place where weary travelers can spend the night. I think you need to go here. Uh, yes! I- look, okay, if anyone lives in Idaho, please let me know. Um, because I would it's like cute. to It's cute. It's like a visit. little bunker. It's it's like a little bunker. They basically just hollowed out the inside and like painted it with some sprayed it sprayed it with some some stuff to paint the walls. And they like looks like they either cut some things out for like a sink. That's weird. 
How did they keep or it they from rotting? they put something there? You know, that's a good question. But potatoes basically live forever. They rot though, don't they? Eventually, yes. What do you mean by eventually? I just mean like potatoes last for a really long time. That's why they're kept in cellars. Like if you keep them in the dark, they fucking live forever. I thought they like uh, like mold and rot and become moosh. Uncooked potatoes stay fresh for a few weeks up to a few months. Okay. Like that's that's a considerably long time. But this this giant ass potato house, I get bet. Yeah, it's, I, don't, I don't know. Is it actually made of potato, or is it made of imitation potato? I don't know. I have no idea. This is your job. <laughs> it's a six ton potato. <laughs> that's that's You're what slacking. it is. This is it's the famous Idaho potatoes Facebook post. <laughs> they all they want they only want you to believe that it's a real potato or they have, i mean it certainly looks like a real potato they have magical but fairies. it also kind of looks like a rock i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i mean that's just a potato <laughs> yeah they all look like rocks <laughs> uh, oh man i like potatoes. yeah they are advertising it as a real potato oh my goodness so for 200 bucks you can spend the night in a giant potato it even got onto Food Network. I feel like that's the appropriate. I feel like Travel and Food Network should have gotten together and like done a special report where it was just like mm. this ba biggest mm -hmm. trip. Like, you know, when they did crossovers on Disney Channel of shows, mm -hmm. like Hannah Montana yep. decided to go see see the sweet life on of Zack and Cody. Can we yeah. appreciate the sweet life of Zack and Cody and how wonderful yes. they were at breaking stereotypes? I loved them. Also, oh, what the fuck was his name? The the name of the 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 guy who Mr. Mosby? No. Mosby, yeah! thank you. <laughs> I loved him. He was so stressed all of the time. All the time. Did he I swear he was gay, but I can't um, remember. Well, they I don't think they ever actually uh partner stated as much i don't think they ever stated his sexuality at all i in my head can ever the most gay because oh, who would be absolutely. that stressed and dressed that well absolutely headcanon mosby is gay <laughs> <laughs> is this a googleable thing oh he is on a list of tv characters that were obviously gay but it was never discussed <laughs> oh. so all <laughs> queer characters yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, I feel like Shigo's gonna be on there. Shigo, Shigo gave off, if not lesbian, the biggest bisexual vibes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, but like, I, sh I ship Kim and Shigo very hard. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, like I, I appreciate Kim and Ron just because it's cute. Mm-hmm. But like, they could be in a poly thing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, Kim and Shigo had the the tension. You yes. know, I don't think they would have been good like dating. No, but, but they could definitely have anger fucked. Like that's absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Like <laughs> she's in college and trying to fight Shigo again. Just like ah, I guess well, well here we are. Yeah, no. <laughs> We 
we've been having uh, this back and forth. It's like Batman and Joker. You know they're going to angry fuck at least once. Absolutely. <laughs> you know they're in love a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know a, a man tried to sell New Zealand on eBay? Is that a thing? Wow. Uh, it was an Australian comedian. Of course it was. When did he uh, try to do this? Wow. Uh, how did that work out? Uh, well, after eBay shut down the auction, uh, he launched a GoFundMe campaign. What? And he's also previously made headlines from being banned from Facebook for making fun of New Zealand. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is he just a bad dude? Or I I don't know. I don't know. Oh god. <laughs> the the bidding reached three thousand dollars until the eBay managers pulled it down. What? I feel like they should have just left it up for funsies. Yeah, but then like where would the money have come from? I feel like they would have broken eBay. Probably. Because it would have never ended until Probably. the auction was done. Yeah, and then someone gets real sad. And then, instead of having, like, a whole thing of New Zealand, he just has, like, a little miniature version of New Zealand. And since then, yeah. there you go, that's New Zealand. Or, better yet, there you go, give me my $4 million, please. Yeah. Or he could have, like, packaged some dirt into into a bag that's of, like, true. pocket dirt of New Zealand. He's like, here's your own little that's piece true. of New Zealand. Here you go. You can have... <laughs> That reminds me of a thing that my mom did. Um, she There's a place in Oregon called uh, Cannon Beach. Beautiful place. Mm -hmm. um, and she wanted some sand. So she took some sand from Cannon Beach. And, like, she wanted to make, like, a little zen garden out of it. Uh-huh. So she put it in this thing that you could make a zen garden out of. And my friend came over one day and was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, that's our Cannon Beach sand. It's from Oregon. And she was like, oh, so when the cops come to arrest you, you can just stand on that and be like, nah, I'm on American soil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would that work? I don't think so. Because <laughs> you'd have to prove that it's not sand that you just got from the beach. I mean... Uh... And as soon as you left it, you'd be back on Canadian soil. You'd have to stand there forever. Yeah. You just put a little tiny American flag in it. That's how you know. <laughs> because no one would be dumb enough to put our flag anywhere else. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you don't wear an American flag when you go traveling abroad. It's because nobody likes you guys. Uh-huh. Everyone goes, oh, no, thank you. You can leave. Yeah. That's why you wear Canadian flags. Yeah. Yeah! Everyone loves Canadians. Well. <laughs> well. That's debatable. Oh, no! <laughs> A lot of Canadians don't like Canadians, to be honest. Oh, why? Y'all are so fun. Uh, because we're... Because we suck at um, <laughs> making sure that our indigenous population is, like, you know retaining its indigenousness oh no oh you know that no. you know that whole thing that that the states oh, is also going through that's so... about you know like erasure and stuff yeah oh. that's happening what why it's great. it's 
Because we suck, that's why. Uh, why can't we just leave people in their cultures alone? Just let people because, enjoy themselves. Because capitalism? No, eat the I'm rich. Just, don't blame white people. Because yes. white people. <laughs> because white people. That's why. <laughs> uh, I would like to mention that both of us are very white, <laughs> but because white people. <laughs> so white people suck. No. We, we do suck. We suck. We suck so hard. Why can't you just like, but just let, we're I, terrible. Why? I don't understand why people can't just be nice and like help other people and not try to take away the thing that makes them themselves. It's so fucking dumb. Why? Greed. <laughs> Greed. Greed and money, and we're back to capitalism, which was invented by, you guessed it, white people. <laughs> oh, I have so much anger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want the world to be okay. Oh, God. Oh, man. You know, like, every so often, I, I look at, like, the Thanos snap, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it would be the worst way to go. To just unexist? I think that would be the best way to go. Mm -hmm. To just no longer exist entirely yeah. in a split second. That would be ideal. Mm -hmm. The other ideal would be to go like mid orgasm, but you know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you'd be like full of bliss and then you'd be done. It'd be the best ending. <laughs> I mean, I suppose. I feel like also All if right. like something terrible was about to happen to you instead of that, it's like done. <laughs> so then you don't have to experience that. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Like if you were about to be Excellent. brutally murdered, then it's just like, oh, but death. Ha oh, wee. I don't but exist instead. <laughs> I guess it's unalive, it's not really oh. dead. Oh wow, yeah. this got morbid That's... really quickly. I have a therapy appointment on I mean... Monday, it's fine. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Do we have anything else? Oh yeah, uh, the the bumblebee bat is the world's smallest mammal. The bumblebee bat? Yes, and I need to know this because sky puppies are the literal best. I love bats. Oh... My God, is it adorable? I mean, no, kind of, yes, ish, ish. It, it, well, they just like this particular one, just looks so gnarly. It's very <laughs> fluffy though. Aww. Um, it's it's a it's it's a it's a it's called the kitty's hog-nosed bat, what? otherwise known as the bumblebee bat. Kitty. So it's got like a funky nose on it. Oh. But other than that, it's real fucking cute. And uh, if I'm looking at pictures, oh, it's very small. How small? Oh, it's very small. Oh, wow. Adult sized is like smaller than the palm of your hand. It's, it's, it's very wee. It's a very small bat. It's so wee. That's so cute. Oh my goodness. Sky puppies. I, I'm more, personally, I'm more of a fan of fruit bats because I think they look cuter. 
They are. And if you feed them sugar water, the little tongues are so cute. Yeah. Like, num, 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 num. Little sugar water batch. So um, the, the bee hummingbird is the smallest bird. What? Yeah. So, so do they just name everything tiny after bees? Like, the, you know, they're smaller things. I mean, but bumblebees are cute. Yeah. It's, it's about, uh, the same size. It's, it's a little bit smaller than the bat, <laughs> but it is very small. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very small. <laughs> uh, did, did we uh, talk about like, like bees technically shouldn't be able to fly? Oh, like in terms of aerodynamics? By physics standards, shouldn't bees like not be able to fly? Cause they're like all bumbly and bumpy and whatnot and large. Ah, huh. uh, is that true? Hang on. Ah, it is a myth. Is it a myth? That is a myth. Oh, that is incorrect. It is that quote is from the beginning of the bee movie. <laughs> what? No, I refuse. Uh, the origin of the myth is uncertain and we do know how bees fly. How, okay, how do bees fly? Uh, a physicist, something, rough calculations on the back of a nap. Oh, the common origin story uh, is that a Swiss physicist was asked by a female attendee at a dinner party how a bumblebee could fly since they're so much fatter relative to their wing size than things like birds. The physicist, so the story goes, did some rough calculations on the back of a napkin and concluded that a bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. Of course, because he was doing very rough calculations, the physicist made a number of approximations, depending on the version of the story. Uh, the critical approximation is either a fixed-wing approximation like an aircraft or a linearized oscillating aerofoil approximation, i.e. flapping. I'm glad that you said flapping because I was just nodding and agreeing, hoping that you would thought think I that didn't I know what that what meant either. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, of course, the conclusion that should be reached by this is that this approximation was invalid. If you use an approximation to prove that X is impossible, but X clearly happens, it's not that science can't explain X, it's that you use the wrong approximation. Okay. So someone did the thing their is math happening. wrong. Someone did their math wrong. See, this is yes. why, like, you showing your work shouldn't be a thing. Like, because sometimes if you show your work, you get it very wrong. And then you have you do proof the work that wrong. you were stupid. <laughs> like, if you just were just like, yeah, that's probably uh, true. Instead of writing it down, no one would know your dumbass mistake. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, uh, what you discover is if you do this... If, uh, is the way in which bumblebees simultaneously flap and rotate their wings during a flap creates um, effectively a wind vortex oh. above them and below them that lets them kind of Dance stay the in air. the same place. That's, that's how uh, hummingbirds fly as well. So they actually have rotating shoulder joints, which a lot oh. of birds don't have, and that's why they can hover. So they fly by doing this. Okay. They kind of like, Go you know how you tread water in a pool? Yeah. That's how hummingbirds fly, but they're doing that to the air instead. So they're creating lift with their wings that keeps them in place. Same, same thing with bees and other bugs. So this really is proof that like water is just another atmosphere that you can fly in. You just can't breathe. Well, you can't breathe. Yeah, but <laughs> fishes can. I like, look. Yeah. 
Yes, but <laughs> fishes can't breathe out of water, so. Can they? Is that the that reason is true. they die? Uh, they, the way that they get oxygen is not the way we get oxygen. Okay. So they have to filter oxygen out of water. They cannot filter oxygen out of the air. They're not built for that. Okay, so do Whereas they- Whereas we filter oxygen out of the air and not water. So do they just breathe straight oxygen? Uh, how do fish breathe? Oh man, <laughs> they have extra filters in their gills. Oh, they need a constant supply of oxygen. Okay. So, um... Don't we? Uh, yes and no, actually. So, I mean, kind of, yes. But we we have a really, really terrible uh, <laughs> oxygen system, actually. That that makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's really inefficient um, because we have to breathe in and out through the same hole. Fish don't have to do that. What? Fish breathe in through their mouths and exit out the gills. So they have a constant a constant stream of water and therefore a constant stream of oxygen. Oh. So it's just like so. one one like line through. Yeah. Like an outside yeah. AC. But it brings in. Yeah. 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 That's wild. What? Look, this is just, just further proof that humans are less evolved. We're bad at being alive. <laughs> we're evolved for a very specific purpose. We were evolved, uh, we evolved as pursuit predators. So effectively, we're really good at endurance. We're not really good at anything else. <laughs> oh. So we, have, we are evolved to chase things? Yes. We are evolved to chase things for a really long time. So like, the reason that we are mostly hairless uh, is because we develop sweat glands so that we don't overheat when we run. So animals are covered in fur. So they overheat, they have to take breaks. They have to like sit down and, and, cool, and cool off. Otherwise they'll overheat and literally kill themselves. So if you can imagine being an animal and seeing a thing that's hunting you and running away like, yeah. you know, crazy and thinking, ah, oh, okay, I've lost them. And then an hour later they turn up again and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, now you gotta run again. Yeah. And eventually the animal just gets so exhausted because it's overheated itself that it just collapses and the humans just come up and stab it oh. because they're totally fine. That's what we were designed to do. We were designed to reach up and grab things and we were designed to run very, very far for long periods of time. And now we sit at computers. <laughs> yep, we sure do. <laughs> We're putting this to great use. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, why why do we have hair in certain parts of our bodies then? That is a good question. Why do humans... I mean, we still do grow hair all over our bodies. Yeah, but it's very It's just thin. more... Like, the reason uh, for our eyebrows is to keep the sweat out of our eyeballs. Yes. And eyelashes is for like dirt, right? Yeah. Haha, -ha, look at me being all smart. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we lost our hair because the earth got warmer. Mm -hmm. So we didn't need it anymore. And because we were pursuit predators, so we would have to run. The ability to sweat and quickly dissipate heat. Uh, why keep any hair then? Good question, Wired. I'm hoping you can answer that for me. What's the point of hair? Uh, we still got some left, and it is, and it mostly seems to serve a purpose. 
Uh, eyebrows keep sweat out of your eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, the hair on their head shields your noggin from the direct force of the sun. Ah. It also leaves an area of air between your scalp and the hair's hot surface so sweat can evaporate and cool things down. That's very cool. Uh, head hair grows longer than other hair because these follicles remain in active growth for a couple of years instead of a couple of months. Uh, what about all the soft downy hair stuff that's barely on your body? Uh, vellus hair, and it's safe bet that it's an evolutionary relic. So we don't need it anymore, but it's not doing any harm, so it's not going away. Okay. So it's just like it got down enough to where it, like, like didn't need to stay, didn't need to go, and they were just like, ah, we'll just, yeah. we'll just stay around for a little bit. Yeah. What about, like, underarm hair and pubic hair? We're pubes. getting there. Pubes. <laughs> um, pubes. Uh, so-called, it's, it's androgenic hair. Probably developed over millennia in response to humans' behavioral needs. Humans actually like how other humans smell. <laughs> oh, gross. It's real gross. I don't like it at all. No. Uh, People smell no. weird. Um, thicker, denser hair helps hold on to scent and then disperse it. So the reason that hair grows there is because that's where the nice pheromony smells come from. In your underarms and in your pubes? Yep. Oh, gross. Gross. Yep. Gross. No. No. I yep. no, no longer <laughs> want hair anywhere. That's gross. Ah. Yep. What about what about beards? Uh The difference between male and female hairiness is a little easier to explain. Physiologically it's simple. Men are hairier than women because they have more and androgenic hormones in their body, aka testosterone. Uh, more androgens, more noticeable androgenic hair. There's no real explanation as to like why certain people like the look of certain things. But yeah, the reason that people who make more testosterone tend to have more hair is because they make more testosterone. That's huh. And testosterone. That's the reason. Th just makes hair just cuz. Uh, it's, well, it's a, it's an androgenic hormone. Um, so yeah, basically. <laughs> that's wild. That's like if, for example, that's why when you, uh, if you ever go on tea, like if you're, if you're transitioning, um, from assigned female birth to, uh, not, then you start to grow hair in places that you did not grow hair before. That's wild. Yeah. So why why are we? No, that's a dumb question. That's gonna be a dumb no, question. No, I already know. no questions are dumb questions. <laughs> I was about to ask. Well, why are bone structures different? Like why why do men have real wide like chests and we got that weird little like like uh, little, I don't know why are the body shapes different? Because I. Because you're supposed, like, in terms of evolution, you serve different purposes, I think. Um, like, for example, the, uh, I'm going to say quote-unquote female, because gender is a construct. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, blanket statement. But like, like yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. all, Gender, like... Gender's a construct. We're speaking scientifically here. Yeah. Um, uh, this is, ev I'm talking about evolution. Top, top, talking about evolutionary things uh women 
women, quote unquote women, tend to have wider hips because they have to give birth. That is the whole purpose. You have to be able to shove a child's head through the space in your hips. Gross. Your hips are like a circular bone and there's a hole in the middle. And in men, that's too small to shove a baby's head through. But in women, it's larger so you can shove a baby's head through it. Um, See, this is how you know evolution is wrong sometimes because there's no way in hell that I'm ever going to try to push a kid out of my body. And so it should have just been like, oh, we'll just make this one not. We can just make this one like like they can have a tiny hole and they can just like not have to deal with anything at all because they're <laughs> not they're not a girl anyway and hate kids. So I mean, that's fair. I am a girl and I also hate kids. <laughs> See? And it's really unfortunate because by evolutionary standpoint, like standards, I have incredible birthing hips. Gross. Like I would have absolutely no problem shoving a parasite out of my body, (laughs) but I don't want the parasite in my body. So fuck that. (laughs) Gross. I mean, literally it's like, like, like even, (laughs) <laughs> evolution was like ah here are some incubators no thank you like no i don't want to be thank you very much right Ugh. that's Yuck. disgusting kids are gross they feed off kids you. are gross they whine they poop yep no yep. thank you uh ways huh I have to feed myself and wine and also poop i don't want to take care of somebody else doing that right it's disgusting <laughs> Ugh. Man, Ugh. can okay, let's uh, move on from people again. <laughs> Man, um, supermarket apples can be a year old. What? Oh, why? Super. I mean, well, that sounds uh, like aren't apples supposed to be only like a couple days old before you eat them? And if not, then they're mushy and gross. Oh, uh, so. Uh, this is one of the reasons why I don't tend to buy unorganic apples. Um, so it, cause apples, there's an apple season. So if you're buying apples out of season, chances are the apples are going to be older and they have to be treated to last that long. But, but can't, that's one of the, that's one of the reasons why they put wax on the top. And also because it's pretty. Uh, there's wax on yeah. it. Yeah, you know those. You know apples that are super shiny. Yeah, because there's wax on it. That's why it, they taste funny. What? What? Yeah, wax is that's... not for eating. Well, tell that to the apple industry. <laughs> no, wax. It's is... a very. It's a very very thin amount uh, I, wax. But I still, don't care. It, it does exist. Wax is made yeah. for dropping on other people's bodies, not on putting on your apples. Exactly. It's for external use, not for internal use. Yes. That's why. That's why I tend to buy organic apples, though, because usually they're not sprayed with. Yeah. Wax. Okay, so if they're out of season here, doesn't mean that they would be in season somewhere else on the earth because because temperatures. Uh, yes, that is entirely possible. That's usually why uh, types of apples will change in a grocery store because they're in or out of season. Oh, but can they yeah. not grow the same types of apples on the bottom of the earth and the top of? I mean, it's not that they can't. It's just that they don't. Why? Why not? 
because we already have 30,000 types of apples. How many more do you want? <laughs> well, you could condense them and just grow the same kind. You don't have to worry about it. They don't all have the same conditions, though. I'm sure they all have different needs, which is very frustrating. I mean, they might. You don't know. Oh, I did know this one. Most wasabi paste isn't real wasabi. It's horseradish. Uh, is wasabi not made from horserabbit, horseradish, though? <laughs> is it? I'm pretty sure it is. Is it? Yeah. What actually is wasabi, then? What's the difference? Was Wasabi is Japanese horseradish. What? <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think actually that most wasabi does not contain horseradish. I think that's what you're thinking of. Wasabi, what? No, it's it says that there it most wasabi paste isn't real wasabi because it's horseradish. Look, I said it all confident and shit too, and I'm questioning everything I know. Well, oh no. Uh, hold on, most. Wasabi isn't wasabi. Says most wasabi paste isn't real wasabi. Oh man. Okay, what is real wasabi? <laughs> and why you've probably never eaten it. I I don't know. Mm. Okay. So I would like to look up the plant, please. There's a plant? A wasabi plant? Yeah, so wasabi is made from a plant. Okay. Which is it is the Japanese horseradish. So it is made from horseradish. Okay. But specifically the Japanese horseradish. Real wasabi is made from the Japanese horseradish. Most wasabi I have a is question made. Quick. Yes. What is horseradish? Because for some reason I keep thinking it's horse teeth. No. <laughs> what is horseradish? <laughs> Uh, horseradish is <laughs> a type of radish. <laughs> what? It's a radish? Yeah, so it, it looks kind of like ginger. Okay. But it's not ginger. What is a radish? Isn't that like an onion? A, yes, it is. It is close. It is related-ish to an onion. So radishes are like, you know those, uh, those little red things? Yeah. In the store with the leaves on them, yeah, that look like tiny onions. Uh huh. Those are radishes. So, why do they call it horseradish? Why don't they just call it radish? Spicy uh, radish. Because it looks different from radish. <laughs> uh, Does and it I think look like because horses? I mean, no. <laughs> what does it look like? It looks like ginger. It looks it looks like ginger root. That's what it looks like, but so, it's less knobbly. Do, okay, um, is yeah. There a a, signi a like a signifier that's just like this is horseradish and this is ginger radish. Like if you walk to a, uh, up to it, is there well, a ginger fair? isn't a radish. Ginger ginger is not related to horseradish. It just looks what? like it. <laughs> no, they can't look. You can't look like cousins and then not be cousins. Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, no, I mean. To be fair, we kind of look like cousins, and we're not cousins. Aren't we, though? Aren't we like <laughs> a, a copy and paste sort of version that someone went, hold on, <laughs> let me mess this up a little bit. We... Uh, we're both the gay cousin, though. We are. We are like, hey. we, we're close enough to where it'd be okay if we dated in Alabama, but anywhere else it'd be weird. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
but yeah, so uh, actual wasabi is made from specifically the Japanese horseradish. Most wasabi in North America is made from just regular horseradish. Oh. Just normal horseradish. Um... Mm-hmm. So the, it, the special other kind grows just in, um, in Japan. Japan, yeah, yeah. I totally knew that before you. It's said also it. uh, notoriously difficult to grow, which is probably why it's not grown a lot. Yeah, like why? Work yeah. smarter, not harder. If you can't tell the difference. Oh, did you know yeah, lobsters so taste with their feet? Lobsters taste with their feet. I mean, that checks out. Lobsters are weird. <laughs> they are. They're like they're like sea cockroaches. It's gross. They are. Are they really like in the yeah. bug family? Short bristles called hedgehog hairs line the insides of the pincers on the walking legs. Eh. Oh. They these are akin to our taste buds, so a lobster can be said to taste with its feet. If it likes if it likes what it picks up, it passes the food along to its mouth. I mean, what that's is, an efficient that be interesting way? to be able to pick something up and immediately know what it tastes like. Yeah. And then to decide without even eating it if you like it or not. But but then I mean, to be fair, you can kind of do that already. Like I can pick up this cup and I know what it's going to taste like if I stick my tongue on it. Yeah. But like, imagine if we had that power and then we had to like shake people's hands. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. You would know someone washed their hand or not. And Ew. then you'd be like, this was a Ew. bad decision. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to touch someone's dookie hand and be able to taste it. That's gross. Oh, God. Oh, no, thank you. My brain just went to the worst place. <laughs> Where did your brain go? It went to giving somebody a hand job and having to taste that while you do it. Oh, no. That's disgusting. Disgusting. Look, I Ugh. already on eh. purpose didn't learn how to give a blowjob because gross. But eh. I don't want to like vicariously experience that through hands. Hmm. Yeah, no. What? Gross. Would not recommend. <laughs> no. The, the, uh. ugh, no. Penises are gross. They're 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 weird as fuck. They are. Do they're they just so awkward. To be fair, like, so are vaginas. Like, they both look gross, but at least one is concealed. Yeah, one's, like, not out in the open. Uh-huh. And able to be stepped on and squished. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would prefer the one that you can't step on. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. It's ideal. And it's, also, like, nice. And also the one that gives you multiple orgasms. Like, That's true. You know. I, yeah. <laughs> There are there are sometimes pluses, but like, it, I don't know if it's worth the misogyny. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, how are we doing for time, my dear? Yeah, do you wanna do you wanna end on a weird fact? Let's end on a weird fact. There's a company that turns dead bodies into ocean reefs. I think that's pretty fucking cool. What? That's amazing. I mean, there's also there's also a company that turns that'll put your uh body in like a a seed sack uh -huh. and plant a tree. Uh-huh. 
I want so to become like, a tree so bad. Oh, I want to be a tree so bad. I, I'd also be perfectly happy becoming a coral. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. You become part of the coral reef. Oh, we appreciate you coming <laughs> to hang out with us while we learn some strange stuff. I promise not to mess it up next time. Uh, and I hope that we'll see you in two weeks. I hope that you come and visit. And please not come and visit. Don't come to my house. Come and listen to us. Uh, <laughs> but uh, please, if you have any strange uh, facts that you know that you would like us to learn about, send it to friendlyneighborhoodchangeling at gmail.com. And I will try to look at it before we podcast. But Lord knows I'm bad at planning. So yeah. <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us. Bye. 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 Bye.